0: Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. This is season one. It's episode number 21. We've been discussing the trade deadline and getting swept by the Cardinals. But now the Cubs return back to beautiful Wrigley Field and they welcome in the Marlinas, the Miami Marlins, if you're not speaking my nickname language there. And so it's Friday, Crawley, Friday morning when we're recording this thing, and the Marlins are in town. The Cubs are back at home. And we've got a uh, afternoon game out at the friendly confines between the Cubs and the Fish. How
2: about three 120 games, uh, three day games, as God intended? Marlins come into town 48 and 57. They're fourth place in the NLEs, three and seven in their last 10. The Cubs are 41 and 63, 18 games under 500. Uh, They're in last place in the central now four and six in their last 10. So uh, boy, there's really not much to be, I'm not going to lie. There's not much to be excited about when it comes to this. Uh, When we take a look at the probable starters, uh, you have game one, you have, uh, you have, uh, what is it? We got um, Justin Steele versus TBD. So, You know, we don't have a starter yet, but we do have Justin Steele going. And Justin Steele, if you remember from his last game in San Francisco, uh, struggled, but there was also a lot of bad defense. He only went 3.2 innings in that game. He didn't give up any earned runs, but as far as runs, uh, there was about, what, four runs, I want to say, that he gave up in that game against San Francisco. So none none of them were earned. So let's see how Justin uh, bounces back in this game. There really isn't any uh, none of these guys have seen each other very much as far as the Marlins or the Cubs haven't seen each uh, we don't know who's starting for the Marlins and they haven't seen Steele very much. So this this will be a game that you think you think that it'll be all right here. The only one that's seen him is Jacob Stallings. He's only had four at bats against him. So Both teams are unfamiliar with, well, I can't say that because I don't know who's pitching for the Marlins, but see what happens. Um, Again, this isn't a dynamite team that we're facing. Uh, No, but this
1: is an opportunity, Crowley. This is an opportunity to get back home, entertain the home fans, the paying customer who shows up. Hopefully, Hap and Contreras get going again. Um, Hopefully, Nico Horner gets going again. And good, bad, or indifferent, I need to see uh Nick Madrigal play every day at second base during this. Don't 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 tell me he needs a day off. Don't tell he's had enough time off. We as Cub fans and Cub management need to find out if Nick Madrigal can be the guy at all in this last quarter of the season of play.
2: Well Dustin, I'm gonna tell you this is where I'm frustrated about the trade deadline because we talked about what the plan was. First half, you're gonna come in, you're gonna flip a bunch of guys And then you're going to let the young blood play. There's a lot of questions now about who goes where, who stays on this team and who gets DFA'd and when. I don't know if Justin Steele and Adrian Sampson and Keegan Thompson, I have a feeling there may be a pitch count. So you're not going to get rid of uh, Miley or Smiley. So you may see those guys get shut down and Miley and Smiley who didn't get traded stay. But I, 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 we talked about Ian Happ and my concern about the value never being higher. And the one thing that the Cubs have a glutton of in their system are outfielders. And that was what I was looking forward to is, okay, now we're going to see PJ Higgins and Jan Gomes, no big deal there. Uh, But I I wanted the DH spot and the outfield spots. You got saying, right. We talked about not wanting to see Hayward at all, but I wanted to start see Narciso Crook. I wanted to see Clint Frazier, Jackson Frazier. I wanted to see Nelson Velasquez. I wanted to see all those guys get a ton of starts. And now with Ian Happen left, you're blocking all those guys and there's nothing you can do. Uh, you, don't, you don't want to lose Chris Morrell. You don't want him to lose at-bats. So nope. you're saying you want Nick Magical to play second. Uh, you know, what does that do to Chris Morell when you have other guys that you know, do you want – how much do you want Nelson Velasquez playing center? So, so basically you have all of these Narciso Crook, Nelson Velasquez, Chris Morell are all going to have to try to get time at center and that sucks. So center and DH. So I'm just not going to get to see the development and really get a good analysis of what these young guys can do because Hap's going to be anchored in left. left. And and so it creates a lot of problems in my book.
1: Well, that's a great point by you. One of the guys that's not going to be getting many at bats. If another cub at bat again, is David Bodie, who they sent down. uh, And that was his last option. So either he will uh, be DFA or, He'll hang out down there, but we've probably seen the end of Bodie, at least for uh, at least for this year, and he started in uh, game one of that doubleheader.
2: Yeah, and doubleheaders are funky, but uh, here's another one in the outfield. Rafael Ortega, 31 years old. Right. Guess we, don't need he, to see,
1: we don't need to see that anymore. Right. We don't need to see that anymore. So
2: there's a list of guys that you have to sit there and ask yourself. Rafael Ortega, Frank Schwindel, uh, Andrelton Simmons. When are these guys going to be DFA'd? Because, like I said, playing time is going to be at a premium now.
1: All right, so we'll talk about some more playing time as you mentioned, uh, as God wanted it to be. One twenty starts. We've got Saturday afternoon another one twenty start. Chrome.
2: Yeah, we got Drew Smiley, three and six with a four forty two ERA coming off a stinker in San Francisco. Look good his previous other two starts, but against Pablo Lopez, seven and six, three forty one ERA. 119 K. So the guy throws a lot of strikeouts. Uh, but Wilson Contreras has only seen him once. Jan Gomez has Jan seen him 10 times, has no hits. And that's pretty much it. Uh, Drew Smiley, Jesus Aguilar seen him eight times. He hits 500 against him. Uh, you have Jacob Stallings five times. He hits 400 against him. But other than that, once again, not that much going on as far as uh, these teams knowing each other's pitchers. Crawley, really quick. You just mentioned two
1: guys that I want to get your uh, pulse on as far as what you want to see down the stretch since they're both still here. Jan Gomes and Wilson Contreras. How many more times do you want to see Wilson catch this year? Do you want him strictly as a DH or do you want to see if he can get better? You know, you had mentioned, I think, in the last podcast about how much the Cubs appreciate what a framer and a catcher receiver, if you will, that Gomes is. Um, But just let's just use Saturday as an example. You know, Gomes 0 for 10 against a pitcher. So in that case, do you want Wilson catching, or would you rather have like Higgins catch and Contreras DH, and keep Gomes bat out of that game altogether because of that fact? How do you, you know, you're David Ross. You're deciding. How are you? How are you playing these two guys down the stretch?
0: Okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
2: I wonder if I would put PJ Higgins back in Iowa, to be honest with you, and, okay. and just let him get every day playing time.
1: Catching every day?
2: Catching every day, getting at bats every day. I don't want to see him just sitting on a bench. Uh, I w- If it's me personally, I have Jan Gomes catching the young guys. So if it's Samson, Thompson, or Steele, I want Jan Gomes behind the plate. I don't care about offense at this point. Um, if it's uh, Smiley, Miley, uh, any kind of veteran – then Wilson can catch them. But I want the young guys learning under the tutelage of Jan Gomes.
1: All right. That takes us into uh, game three in that, again, Crowley, 120 start. You can listen to all the games, of course, on 670 to score. What do we have right now is in the way of a, a pitching matchup, and then we'll know who Crowley wants behind the dish as far as catching in this.
2: Adrian Sampson behind the dish, 0-2, 374 ERA, 32 Ks his stuff wasn't that bad. Again, the Cubs just didn't play the good in San Francisco, his last time out. And so hopefully again, you know, I'm not going to get upset about one bad performance against in San Francisco on the West coast. So I want to see Adrian Sampson bounce back and have a good game. i love to see him get that first win. He's taken on Jesus lusardo two and four, ninety seven ERA four K's lefty. Uh, again, neither team has had much experience against the opposing pitcher. So this will be one that, like I said, I want to see an Adrian Sampson bounce back and I want to see Jan Gomes behind the plate.
1: All right. So here's my prediction, Crowley. I'm going to I'm going to go glass half full here, even though I have no reason to be glass half full. But is the Marlinas in town? I'm going to say the Cubs get a win on Friday. I'm going to say the Cubs get a win on Sunday and we're going to get two fly the W's before we get back here uh, at some point on Monday to
2: record episode number
1: twenty two.
2: I, I, I will ag- I agree with you, but to be contrarian again, so that we're not always picking the same thing, I'll go with the Cubbies sweep. Uh, you, you know, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going the fact that they're coming home. The homecoming for Wilson and Ian is going to be electric. I think the atmosphere is going to be good. Uh, and, and, and we're not having to face any of the Marlins top tier starters. So there's no reason you don't take three here. Uh, on the social scene, there's some exciting stuff that are going on. If you're a promo guy like I am, the bleachers, Friday, August fifth. First five thousand fans get a neon tank top, straight out of the nineties, classic nineties, ugly neon. Looks great. Saturday, we're gonna, see,
1: we're gonna see you in one of those on the next podcast, Crowley. We'll we're see. You're Get your we'll hands see. on one of
2: those. I'll give my hands on one for sure. But uh, Saturday, August sixth, I'm going. I'm gonna have to try to beat you in line for this one. The Nick Bat ba- Magical Bobblehead. First ten thousand fans. So they're going to be lining up at the gates. I may have to spend the night and try to make sure I get my place in line to, to secure one. Can I say, no, thank you. <laughs> and a Hawaiian shirt on Sunday, August 1st 10, 10,000. And I want to invite all of our listeners to Nisei Lounge, the oldest bar in Wrigleyville on Sheffield and Clark, uh, the Bleacher Bum Band, Chicago's very own Bleacher Bum Band will be playing a set followed by karaoke, and I'm being told that there may be some Cubs players that come in and may do some karaoke. Miguel Esparza, the voice of the Spanish Cubs, is also an Elvis impersonator, so he's going to take a couple songs from the king. So if you're a Cub fan and you just want to go catch a game and do something fun afterward, come join us, Nisei Lounge, after the game on Sunday.
1: That does sound like fun. I will be uh, in the car for 12 or 13 hours as I make my trek back from uh, Canada, back to uh, the Chicagoland area on Sunday. So I'll be listening to the game on the app. Um, and uh, hopefully Crowley, it'll be right. And the Cubs will be going for a sweep in that one. And if that's the case, then uh, the lounge with the uh, lounge act will be uh, rocking and rolling. Crowley. Thanks again. This was uh, fun season one episode 21 is in the books and Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ are still Chicago Cubs.
2: Make sure to follow us on all our socials. You can catch us on Instagram and uh, Twitter fly the W at 670 Facebook. You can find us at fly the W and email us with any of your thoughts or questions or anything you'd like to see fly the W 670 at gmail.com.